Well, welcome back to our Disciple Nations podcast. I have a very special guest. Norma, you haven't been on a podcast before. Is this your first time? Yes, it is. And so tell us a little bit uh, who you are. Okay. Well, uh, born and raised in Arizona, and we lived in Omaha 28 years. And then my husband's job brought us here, but we felt like God was sending us to Wichita. Yeah, that's part of the story. And we have something we're going to talk about this. This is pretty yeah. cool, isn't it? This yes. is the new book. So we're going to talk a little bit about your journey with writing today. Okay. But I'd love to just hear as we start, did you grow up a Christian or when did you first meet Jesus, Norma? I was 15 years old okay. and it was through a um, high school ministry called Young Life in Phoenix, Arizona. And so you met yeah. the Lord there. Did yes. you grow pretty quick as a um, disciple and yeah i was in a dis like a small group uh discipleship thing and then um i think within a year i found uh the baptism of the holy spirit a revival group came in and they prayed for all of us in this big old school bus and was filled with the holy you're spirit. filled with the holy spirit yeah, yeah. And so then, yeah, you got married mm -hmm. and then, have, yeah, talk a little bit about your writing. Did you, were you always a writer or what was that price process of learning to become a writer like? Okay. So <clears throat> I felt probably end of, end of thirties, I'm 65 and probably late thirties, early forties, I felt God's call to write. And, um, that was quite a slow process because uh, with my attention deficit, it was yeah. hard to just kind of settle in and become disciplined. I like being with people, not alone. You know, I'm from. So are you more extroverted then? I I would have said I was. I think the older I get, and maybe the more emotionally whole my heart is, the less I am. I'm more of an yeah. introvert. Yeah. So I recharge uh, spending time alone uh, and especially time alone with the Lord. But you said your attention deficit. And you mean I have that too a little bit. Just yeah. a quick mind. It can it can be a little bit scattered. Is that yes. what you mean yes. by that? Uh, just very easily distracted. Yeah. yeah. So did you get a word? Did anybody has, you know, along the way to encourage you to write at all? Or was it more just internally you felt the Lord giving you that desire? I, th I think it was more internally uh, with the Lord giving me the desire. And um, uh, it was around the year 2000 that I was able, you know, I started to attend Christian writers conferences, yeah. you know, a, a weekend thing. Um and kept trying to plug away at it, not knowing what yeah. I was doing. Um, eventually got a couple articles published uh, the end of 2000. And um, uh, one kind of neat story, uh, when my husband and I uh, went to Brownsville Revival, uh, the end of 97, I think, uh, Michael Brown, I felt like the yeah. Lord said, have Dr. Michael Brown pray for me for writing. And so he was teaching. And was he an author already yes, then? So you yes. knew that. Okay. Yeah, he had a couple of books out by then. And so um, anyway, so uh, we went to his talk and I, I was already determined I'm gonna go up there as soon as it's yeah. over and have him pray for me. And, but uh, at the beginning of his talk, he said, you know, I have to catch a flight to Australia. <laughs> right. And so, you know, there's no way I'm going to be able to pray for anyone. And I'm a very compliant, obedient okay. person by nature. But I thought, no, I'm still going to go. You knew the and, Lord had something for you. Yes. Yeah. And a friend even wrote me a little, passed a little yeah. note and said, be sure to go up. And so when he finished, I was out of my chair, ran up there. The ushers were behind me coming to get me. And I just said, would you please pray for me for an anointing to write? 
And I have no idea what he said, but the next thing I knew, I was oh, wow. out, slain in the spirit. And yeah, so I just kept, when God asks me to do something, I keep being intentional to pursue it, even if I know that's not my strength. Hmm. Writing was a weakness. There was yeah. one time, Matthew, that I said to the Lord, I, this is the list. And I think I wrote nine or 10 different things down. I said, you have chosen the wrong woman to mm. write for you. Mm. And I listed like attention yeah. deficit, um, oh, lack of discipline. I needed, I was an external motivator. Uh, you know, so I needed an editor telling me what to do. Hey, you're my external motivator. <laughs> That's at funny. Times. You just like, realized that. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, uh, but he has so trained me um, in writing that um, it's now my internal motivation. It, it switched a couple of years ago uh, to where I I don't have to write. I get to write. Yeah, and you enjoy and I, partnering with the Lord in yes, it, right? Yes. In fact, if I don't write, I'm not as nice of a person because yeah. of that time of fellowshipping with the Lord yeah. and writing. Yeah. And so I think of that verse, my grace is sufficient. Mm -hmm. My power is made perfect in weakness. So it mm -hmm. sounds like you brought your weakness, yeah. you had a heart for it, but then the anointing of the Holy Spirit, his strength has enabled you to write. Would that yes. be true for you? Yes. And still, and really one of the best things um, in my training of the Lord's training to get me to write is just learning how to listen to yeah. the voice of the Holy Spirit so that, cause you know, then I can recognize what he wants me to write. Um, yeah. That's great. So let's talk about the book okay. specifically. Okay. Have you written more books or this is? Um, I have. Okay. So in this writing process back in 2013, uh, actually the end of 2012, the Lord gave me an assignment and he said, I want you to take one day a week and use that as your writing. Because I was still had not developed the discipline of writing. I would do anything but write because uh, I did not feel comfortable writing. Hmm. Um, it was hard for me. And so um, so he said, I just want you to take what I'm showing you and write an email to the women you've mentored over the past several years. And so I did that starting um, on Mondays in January of 2013. And then a friend of mine, a couple of months later, she turned it into a blog. And I've been weekly writing that blog. So post. that's been a regular rhythm you've had. Yeah, for eight years. And you have some devotionals you've written. Yes, yeah. But as far as a full book, this is the first. That's the first. Okay, so how did the idea, it's called Restoring Your Heart to Deepen Intimacy. Mm -hmm. So where did the, yeah, the beginning of this book even form in your heart? Just the desire to write a whole book. Um, I can't even give you specifics, but... Um, uh, there's a ministry in Omaha called Body Life Ministries, and he basically supports other ministries and produces their materials, yeah. CDs or booklets or whatever. And I went to go pick up someone else's booklets and found myself asking him, which I usually don't self-promote because if the Lord wants me to do it, he can mm -hmm. tell someone else to get me to do it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so uh, I but I opened my mouth and I said, how do you become someone that, oh, wow. you know, you will support in this way? And he started to prophesy and I started to cry. Oh, wow. And so I gave him a couple of my CDs that I had uh, spoken on on shame. Um, 
at our local church. And uh, he then took us on. We, you know, we didn't have a ministry. He encouraged us to think of a name, a mission yeah. statement, become a 501c3 nonprofit. And um, that started the ball rolling. And so probably back then was when the book started to yeah. form. But I don't even think I fully knew what the book was to look like. I mean, he gave me, yeah. like Matthew, how you've taught us about breadcrumbs, following right. the following Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah, that's how this book was done. Yeah. So it was little by little. When yeah. we say following the breadcrumbs, you, yeah. you just go the next step of faith. Yeah. And, and then the Lord has us go. And, and so that's an amazing process when we do that. We yeah. don't see the full picture always, do we? No, but it's a, it's an exciting adventure because yeah. you don't, you know, I, I like surprises. You know, right. you don't know what he's going to come up with, like yeah. podcasting. So how long did it take you to write this book? When did you start? Gosh. And then, okay. we, you know, you just finished basically last year and it's been editing. So mm -hmm. how many years of actual writing? And I know there's some breaks in there. but Yeah. Um, some of the first messages in the book were first uh, spoken at a women's ministry at our church in Omaha. And that was 15 years ago. And so some of those ideas began to develop. Um, the name of our ministry is Restoring Hearts Ministry. But um, it's like I have two passions. One is restoring, yeah. getting your heart made whole. And the other one is growing closer to the Lord. And this book combines both of them. Yeah. Because when your heart is more emotionally whole, then your relationship with the Lord or with people can go deeper. If it's full of hurts and wounds, that's going to be like yeah. obstacles to the Lord and, yeah. and to your people relationships. So we'll, we're going to do maybe more podcasts where we talk about the contents. But one thing I hear you say the phrase processing yes. our hearts. Yes. So if there's been something hard that's mm -hmm. happened, you'll say, Matthew, have you processed your heart? Or you'll mm -hmm. ask us, what do you mean by processing your heart, Norma? Okay. That's a little bit of a harder question, maybe on the spot. But yep, that's okay. Um, and, and the terminology comes from a ministry our friends have in Omaha, and it, actually it's international. It's called Fresh Start for All Nations. And they have a little booklet called Processing the Issues of Your Heart. And so it's taking uh, your loss, um, your uh, woundedness, your offense, yeah. when someone offends you, and instead of just stuffing it like I was doing for many years, um, and then it would pop out when you least expect it, not in a good way, um, so you, you take yourself through this little booklet, you identify what it is that the offense or the yeah. loss was, and if there was someone involved in that, and then, um, you, you, uh, write down, you know, like, uh, so what if you decided about it? What was your response and reaction? What are the feelings you have mm -hmm. with it? You get all of that out. You articulate it. I've found that when you put a name on something, that brings freedom. Because yeah. then it's no longer um, general and swirling in your head. It's more specific. And you can deal with it. But and the tendency, most of us, something hard happens and there's pain, right? Yep. And we just bury it. That's yep. most. But what you're saying is we actually need to face it. We need to name what am I feeling yes. and let that go. And then what happens when I let that go, Norma, in your experience? When you process your heart, does it just stay or does the Lord actually do something in exchange of that? Well, I usually cry. Okay. So, uh, you know, I emote, but, um, uh, and I go through the process of forgiveness. You know, if someone offended me, I definitely, uh, you know, forgiveness is a gift yeah. you give yourself. 
it's you think you're letting the other person off the hook. Uh, they are still connected to the Lord. But um, and then the Lord meets you where you're at. Yeah, he amen. can be your comforter. And um, you're just set free from those baggages weighing you yeah. down. You know, I think um, just this last weekend we had breakfast with a couple and I looked at them and I said, why does it take so stinking long hmm. to figure out who God created right. us to be? Why Why do we have such obstacles yeah. from our freedom? And processing your heart is one way to get there faster. Amen. Amen. And then the second part is deepening in intimacy. Mm -hmm. and, and just because I've known you for a while, I want to just specifically ask, you love to hear the voice of God and helping mm -hmm. others mm -hmm. hear his voice. Why is that such an important part of your Christian walk than hearing his voice, Norma? Um, so when I first became a Christian, I was intimate with the Lord. And then religion got a hold of me mm -hmm. and I became very performance oriented, very do's and don'ts and all of that. And um, it wasn't until uh, the end of the 90s uh, or early 2000 that I really started sitting still before the Lord, mm -hmm. listening to his voice. And it was um, in those encounters, Matthew, I felt like, uh, the Lord knew who I was, mm. I was seen, I was heard, and he validated me. And um, just the words he would speak uh, would just deepen my intimacy. It, it, it became, you know, he wasn't way out there. Right. He was like a real person. So special. Yeah. Yeah. So you love teaching about that, speaking. Yeah, and there's a whole chapter we'll get to it yes. on hearing the voice of God, isn't yeah. there? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how can we learn about you, Norma? Where how, where can we find you online? You have a website? And yeah. Uh-huh. Our website is www.restoring-hearts. Restoring-hearts. Yes. Dot com. Dot com. Mm -hmm. And then on are you on Facebook? Yes. I'm also on Facebook, either Norma Donovan or Restoring Hearts. Restoring Hearts. And then lastly, where can we get this book? Amazon. On Amazon. Yep. So if I go to Amazon, just type in Restoring Hearts. It, it's yeah. there. Or my name. Your yeah. name. And yeah. it comes up. Yes. And it's it's on Paperback Kindle. Paperback or Paper. Kindle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then would this book be good to do by yourself in a group? What would be the best way you would recommend diving in? Because there's some deeper places in this book, right? Yeah. Um, this is basically the culmination. Um I learned, so I have a master's degree in counseling and guidance, and um, I've gone to counselors. I've counseled myself yeah. through the Holy Spirit, you know, through reading Christian counseling books. And so this is the culmination of that. Um, I forgot your question. But the best way to go through it. Oh, the best way to go through it. Okay. So you could either, like me, receive healing yeah. going just doing your daily quiet time using this as a tool for yeah. that it's full of scriptures and it's also full of reflection questions um you know you can read something and gain knowledge but unless you apply it it's not going to stick our yeah. our ministry has a motto you know we're we're all about transforming lives one heart at a time Amen. and so um yeah, so you could either do it on your own or you could do it in a mentoring situation. Yeah. I love to mentor women. And so, you know, I hope to now have yeah. a tool to use with Amen. them. Um, and then you could use it as small groups. That's really good. Um, well, I want to ask you this question. Um, 
Yeah, Norma, this was a, I, you know, I've known you the last three years and we, we walked through this and this was, it took a lot. Yeah. If someone was out there and just feels like, yeah, God couldn't use them to do a project, but they had a dream in your heart. How would you encourage somebody just, yeah, you, you've been through this now in a process you've accomplished them. How would you like to encourage somebody that just says, yeah, they needed some encouragement to stick through a project. Maybe they're discouraged. Maybe they feel like they can't get it done. What would you say to somebody just to encourage them? It's worth the wait. It's worth the, the perseverance. It's worth um, and it's funny, Matthew, because just recently he showed me that, um, you know, I love having a finished product that I can yeah. hold. This little baby right. finally got birthed, right. uh, but um, he transformed me in yeah. the process. And yeah. so anything that is difficult to do, that you have to persevere, God's going to use it to make you look more like his son, Jesus. Yeah. And that's makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. Well, Norma, we are so proud of you. We're glad you. you're in which part of our Disciple Nations team. We, we know too. many people are going to be blessed, blessed by this. So yeah, can you just pray for yeah. those listening? And yeah, just pray for any places the Lord wants to keep bringing deeper intimacy to them mm -hmm. and just pray and then we'll, we'll close. Okay. Father, I just thank you uh, for those who are listening. I thank you that you are the one that gives uh, people ears to hear what you, Holy Spirit, um, are saying. And so, Father, I just ask that you would draw them to yourself, that you would even use uh, the pain and the suffering, the loss and disappointments, the offense. Would you use it uh, for their benefit, for their good, Lord? Um, to bring them in a closer relationship with you, Holy Spirit. And Father, would you be glorified as a result of all the way you redeem the hurt in their lives. 